Today on Logical Thinking, I'm talking about spam emails and robocalls. They seem really stupid, but they're actually designed in a very smart way. Have you ever gotten a call that sounds like this? We need to talk to you as soon as possible. Again, this call is from Social Security Administration. Number to reach department is 253. Yeah, that's a terrible robotic voice claiming to be the Social Security Administration. It goes on to list a fake phone number that it wants me to call so they can scam me. Here's another one that threatens legal proceedings and says I need to call them back right away to give them my information and to stop legal actions. So when you get this message, kindly call back as soon as possible before we begin with the legal proceeding. You can reach us on our direct number, which is 521717. Have you gotten messages like this before? They come via email as well. Maybe you've received a terribly written email with typos and a ridiculous statement about a Nigerian prince that needs your help with a check. Or maybe one that says your friends are stuck in a foreign country and need emergency money to help get them home. Well, all of these are fake. When you listen to the robocall, it usually sounds very choppy and bad. When you read the email, there are horrible typos of the strange request, and it's all from a questionable sender. Emails might come from a name you recognize, but if you look at the email address, you'll notice it's nonsense. Sometimes scammers spoof the characters in an email to make it look real. Easy swaps are to use the capital letter I to look like a lowercase l, or to use the lowercase r and n right after each other to look like the letter m. Although these messages feel like they are all poorly thought out and obviously fake, that's not the case. They're actually brilliantly designed and very successful. Let's take a look at the logic behind it. So the whole plan in these schemes is to lure you in to call them back, to send them a check, or give up sensitive information that can be used against you. That means there is some human interaction required to make the scam successful. But nobody actually calls them back, right? Because they're so obviously fake? Nope. That's where this is amazingly logical. These calls, voicemails, and emails are written to be obviously fake, and that's so they're a filter to make sure that only the right people call them back. These robocalls and emails are sent in mass quantity to as many people as possible, and they're looking for the most vulnerable, unknowing people to fall for them. They're preying on people that aren't aware enough to realize that they're fake. Some people aren't educated enough about technology and scams to realize this. Many of them are elderly individuals. Others may not speak English as a primary language and might be just too paranoid and scared that the threats could be real, and they want to keep themselves from getting into or back into trouble. The scammers are successful by talking to the people and getting their information or money. This takes a real investment of time. They want to convert as many of the calls back into successful scams as possible. If someone calls in is suspicious, it'll waste a lot of the scammer's time. Since the messages are so painfully obvious that they're scams, almost anyone that would question the validity of the claim will immediately realize the scam and will never call the number and never waste the scammer's time. This means that most of the people that call the numbers have already fallen for and will continue falling for the trick. Thus, the scam will work. This means that the rate of success is extremely high for the calls back. So there's the logic. The messages are sent out to sound so stupid that they're actually smart. It's incredibly easy to send out thousands of spam messages, and although an extremely low percentage of the people will end up replying to the scammers, a very high percentage of those replies will turn into successful scams. It's an extremely logical and efficient filter. Thanks for listening to Logical Thinking. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the podcast. It should be available anywhere you get podcasts. If you have any idea of something you'd like me to explore the logic of, hit me up at logicalthinkingpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time, and keep living life logically.